Welcome back to Sac Passe with Sophie, the podcast formerly known as the Haitian American Dream, where we discuss the beauty, the flaws, and all of Haitian culture. So pull up a chair, grab some cremas, cola la caille, or grenadilla, because it's time to tune in. Hey, 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 what's going on? It's your host, Just Sophie. I am so, so happy to be back with you all and to be recording this episode. As I said in the trailer episode, I know it's been long, long overdue, but we are back in the building or in the house. Like I said, we should be in the house. All right. So like I always say, y'all, pull up a chair, grab a drink, some grenadilla, some cremas, whatever your drink of choice is. My choice tonight is some water, some H2O, making sure that the insides are clean. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and hop right into the episode. I'm not going to do a whole update thing like I used to do. I feel like I waste a lot of time. And honestly, I'm just here to bring you guys a message, bring you some information about mental health, entertain you at the same time, however I can. If you're entertained by me, you are. If not, you know, that's cool too. Just stay, stay for the ride. Um, but yeah, all right. So let's go ahead and hop into it. So we are going to start off this week's episode, which one thing I forgot to say this season, season three. It's the theme that I have going on is called Breaking the Barriers. And Breaking the Barriers is all about breaking the mental health stigma in the Haitian community. And honestly, just overall, because this is a message that's not specific to just Haitian culture, um, which having a conversation recently with um, a fellow Haitian, they were like, you know, granted, yeah, you know, mental health is stigmatized and it's taboo in Haitian culture. But if we think about it, it's the same way in American culture. It hasn't really reached this, you know, pinnacle of um, understanding for everyone. You know, there is still a lot of people who still stereotype and stigmatize people who suffer from mental illness or feel as though they can't be touched by it. You know, they don't feel they personally could be affected by it, whether it be for themselves or someone they love. They think that, you know, oh, that's a crazy people's disease or, you know, whatever mental health. That's not that big of a deal. But we'll get into all that later. Um, but for now, I just want to hop into the Medjaz last section, which for those of you who are used to me, um, my number one supporter, my sister, whoop, whoop. Um, so the Medjaz last section is basically just a highlight of a Haitian song that I love or, you know, a new song I may have seen and I wanted to share it with people. This one is an ultimate fave for a lot of people in the Haitian community. Um, my father is really in love with this band. I feel like I may have done this song before in a past episode, but I'm going to do it again. But anyways, so the song is La Vie Dual by Tropicana, which for those who don't know, Tropicana is a very well-known, very well-renowned Haitian band. Um, the entire name of it, I think it's, let me not even, let me not even butcher it because I don't have the full name up in front of me, but short name is Tropicana. All right. So they have a song called La Vie Dual, which I feel like is fitting for this season and this episode because it's just the recurring message in the song is basically um so let me just say this la vie dual means hard life or life is hard right um and basically there's a repeating line in the song where he says well they say tout sac pas bon pour une li bon pour yon lot and what that means is everything that's good for one person might not be good for the other person or vice versa so everything that might be bad for you you know might be good for someone else so it's kind of it's like that message or whatever so yeah, that's essentially the gist of it, where it's just like one man's trash is another man's treasure um, and vice versa. There's a line in the song, I think, where they talk about like you have a job that you don't like and then someone else, you know, 
ends up getting that job they love it you know it's just these the ebbs and flow like my therapist says i love when she said that the ebbs and flows of life you know up and down there's different things for different people different strokes for what different folks um but yeah so that is pretty much that um i'm gonna go ahead and transition into the next section of the show which is click crack my favorite or one of my favorite sections where i get some feedback from the community i like to ask certain questions and see what people are going to answer back which actually i did this this weekend and wasn't expecting such a high volume of responses but i ended up getting it and that was super super exciting so i'm going to go ahead and transition into that and i'll be right back with you all So welcome to the click crack section of the show. For those who are unaware, like I always like to say, I want to educate you all. Click crack is basically like, um, it's a call and response in Creole. That's basically saying, you know, we're going to start the story. So if I say click, you say crack. So call, response. You feel me? Ha, that's how we do it. Um, so that's usually, it's not really something that happens that often, I would say, in modern Haitian culture, at least not in Haitian American culture, but it is something that is a part of like the... The culture. So, um, I so I guess I can say I called out, and the response was in this case on Twitter. I basically I made a tweet. I was like at Haitian Twitter. What are some different mental health issues slash concerns in the community that you all have? Now, initially when I wrote that, I was just kind of thinking I just want to know. I just kind of want to have a conversation. Um, eventually, it ended up leading into something even deeper, which was pretty cool. And that's actually what triggered and prompted me to say, you know what, this is a perfect time to bring the podcast back. I have some more feedback on how I should do it, different ideas and all that stuff, right? So, um, so like I said, I recently posed a question on Haitian Twitter. And it was just regarding what people thought were some major mental health concerns in the community. A lot of people who responded and engaged with the tweet um, basically said very similar things and similar things that I have always thought about and, you know, realized there's a big issue in our community. And you, know, the funny part about it is that I wrote the tweet again, like I said, just randomly, like I just want to have a conversation. And it ended up becoming a Zoom movie night between a few of us on Haitian Twitter, which was really cool. And the film actually, which I'm going to put the link in the bio for you all, is called Duvan Jukalevé. Now, what that means in English is The Sun Will Rise. It's actually a mental health centered film that, well, documentary, sorry, personal documentary to be exact, that was filmed in Haiti. The subtitles, they do have them in English for those who may want to see it, but it's all in Creole. And it's actually, let me see, it's by writer, director, slash producer, Jessica Genius. Um, and she actually is in one of, she's from one of these very famous classic Haitian movies called Barakad, Barakad. For those who know, when I don't speak Creole to a lot of people, it ends up sounding crazy when I get on the podcast. So do not judge me, y'all. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so that is basically the movie. I'm going to put it in the link for you all. It was really, really good. Um, let me just say, basically, um, it was a journey of her discussing what she calls Haiti's illness of the soul, the country's fraught religious divide between voodoo and Christianity. Because in the film, you guys will see how there's just this constant back and forth between, oh, the reason you're suffering from mental illness is because you went from being, you know, 
non-Christian to being Christian, to being Protestant. Um, and then there's the Christians who are saying, oh, because you're doing voodoo, that's why you have mental illness and vice versa. So it's just kind of like this back and forth between religion where it's just like the elephant in the room is mental illness. Like it's actually a thing. It's not, it's not fake. It's not a ghost. It exists, right? So, you know, that's just something I, I think you all should really check out. Um, it was a great film. I actually need to rewatch it because I just feel like there's certain things that I understood, but I want to understand on a deeper level. So anywho, I feel like a rapper. I'm like speaking nonstop. So a lot of people who responded basically said some of the mental health concerns they have are issues such as, well, mental illnesses such as bipolar disorder, schizophrenia which i believe i've said in a past episode that that is actually one of the most common mental illnesses in haitian people especially in haiti but it's something that's usually disregarded and passed off as being like a mauvais esprit aka bad spirit so people again that whole you know aspect of spirituality and religion pushing mental illness to the side and shining a light rather on religion whereas you know a mental health professional will tell you no like people have different issues okay another one people spoke about was depression and suicide ptsd um one that was really interesting to me was someone mentioning false marriages marrying people just to produce that was interesting to me i was like oh okay i see where you're going with that i have seen marriages where it just seem like people are just together just because like they're just married to be married it's not love it's just or you know who whatever the case might be which is you know that can get a little bit deeper than you know surface level issues but anywho um another one was anxiety and acceptance of what it is and what that means is someone commented saying that her mother tends to really like rehash on things and like to go back to certain issues and doesn't really know how to accept the past for what it is and move forward and i see that a lot in my family as well um so i just thought that was something that many people can relate to. Another one that I really liked was someone mentioning that sexual health does not mean mental health issue. So what she basically was saying is that sometimes people, well, Haitian parents or elders seem to try to make it seem like, oh, you know, speaking about sex is so bad that um, it ends up becoming this thing where it's just like, oh, get problem mental or something like that. So I just thought those were really interesting and I had to share it with you all. And one of my new Twitter friends, Twitter buddies, um, Nancy, who awesome, awesome, amazing educator, phenomenal woman, um, who I should actually say is the Haitian of the week or Haitian of the day, because it's shout out to her that she, that we actually had the movie night. She rented the movie out. We did the Zoom share your screen thing, which is super awesome. One thing she reminded us of under, under the thread was you can have Jesus and therapy. Now, as somebody who was raised Christian, chooses to continue being Christian, um, I want to add to that because, yes, you know, I believe in Jesus and, you know, having that and therapy. But I want to add that I think it's important to remember that not everyone is Christian and that regardless of your faith or spiritual um, deity that you believe in, you can have your spiritual practice and therapy or a sound mind for mental health. Um, so for example with myself which is something i'm always open with speaking about is that i'm currently in therapy and i've tried therapy in the past before not every therapist worked out for me and i never really got to really be in it long enough to um really get i guess the long lasting effects of it it's now that i'm finally in a position where i can do that so i've been seeing the impact of it just over you know months um but again like i said for those who are you know 
ou ka gen jezi ou ka gen bon mental ça veut dire si ou besoin pour aller pour parler avec un psychologiste pas gen problème avec ça ça pas veut ça pas veut dire ou ka gen la foi ça pas veut dire que ou pas après dans bon dieu tout bon vrai ou comprendre so ça son barre m'ta rien pour parler avec peuple haïtien en pile pour nous ka comprendre que problème mental là c'est pas comme si son problème Um, job son problème ou pas gen la foi faut communauté a commencé comprendre ça so et ça que fait fait station ça me fait podcast ça pour ne pas comprendre ça ouf il y a pas le crier pas le crier on a des bails no but on a serious note i do want to take more time out to have an episode where it can be fully or at least mostly in Creole because I do want this message to not fall on deaf ears. Like when I'm speaking in English and like, you know, fellow Haitian Americans or other Haitians who speak English can relate. That's great. Nothing wrong with that. But the people who really do need to hear this, you know, more than likely communicate better in Creole. And I want that to be something that I can do. So eventually in the future, or heck, depending on if I have some time to kind of translate this episode into English, I'm sorry, into Creole, I will do that because I think it's really important. Um, and I want people to be able to listen to this, listen to this with their families and really share this message with, you know, their parents, their grandparents. Sometimes you could be like, oh, people are stuck in their ways. They're going now. They're not going to change their mind. But you really never know. I've had conversations with my parents about certain things where it's like, they may not have viewed something a certain way before, but then after speaking to them, it's like, oh, I get it. Okay. You know, that usually works better with my um, dad, but you know, Haitian moms, they, <laughs> ooh, them ladies be on something else. But yeah, so I just think it's really important um, like to really just have these conversations with each other. Um, and if you feel like you know somebody who may have a mental illness or you have a mental illness, not to be afraid to reach out for help, whether that means just speaking to somebody about it, because nine times out of ten that person may have been going through something else themselves and even if it's not necessarily a mental illness but it might be like um situational or moment momentary depression about something they might you know relate to what you're going through so i just want to continue trying my best to break the barriers of mental health by continuing on with this podcast and having a new episode um, a new topic sorry every week for you all that could just really explore the importance of why mental health needs to not be taboo in the Haitian community. Okay, so I'm going to give you all a little break. I'm actually going to go ahead and stop right here so that you can hear a sponsored message from the lovely people at anchor.fm who are who are who are <laughs> they are a proud sponsor of this show. So I'm super excited for you all to hear about it. And if you're thinking about making a podcast, look y'all, I'm telling you I'm recording on their app right now, and this is some clear quality stuff. Y'all let me know. Y'all let me know, okay? Because the proof is in the pudding. I'm the pudding, okay? And the proof is in me right now, okay? <laughs> All right, y'all. Let me just go ahead and stop this now. All right, welcome to the sac passe section of the show. This is the meat and bones, the potatoes, the rice, the chicken, um, the saucepan, the degree, 
the banan buoy. Okay, I'm done. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, y'all, I wanted to say something earlier. The reason why for the men Jazzline section that I'm not playing their songs is because I realized when I uploaded the podcast to YouTube, I got hella copyright issues. And they're not going to delete the videos, but it's just saying that if I wanted to get monetized off of it, I can't. So I'm like, mm, I ain't going to do that. No more. <laughs> so now I'm just going to say the song. You guys can look it up. I'll put it in the description. Um... But yeah, so just for those who may have been wondering, because, you know, I used to be in here getting down, playing my little music, but I'm like, you know what? Let me not do that no more. Okay. 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 So, um, like we were discussing earlier, today is all about how and why it's important to break down um, the mental health stigma in Haitian culture and overall, overall, because like I said, it's not just Haitian culture. It's not just Haitians who are ignorant to mental health. It's Americans, it's um, uh, South Africans, Nigerians, Canadians, everyone, most people if in general, because if that wasn't the case, mental illness wouldn't look the way that it does. By now, there should have been so many different um, structures and things in place to really give those who suffer from mental illness really more safe spaces. And when I say safe, I mean safe. I'm not talking about just, you know, giving people a rub on the shoulders and saying, oh, it's going to be okay. Or, you know, call this hotline number and do this. this." No, because to be quite honest with y'all, like I said, I'm someone who has suffered with mental illness for years depression and anxiety thankfully nothing else i would say that's more like severe than that but those things still are valid and are still painful to deal with um i mentioned this to a friend one time on twitter how one time i called one of those depression hotlines and i felt worse i felt worse after i was like this didn't help i ended up just calling a friend or texting her and i was just like look here's <laughs> i had to talk to my best friend i'm like look girl this is what i'm going through or whatever the case was i forget I, i'm pretty sure i ended up reaching out to her but I say all that to say that people don't take mental illness serious or as serious as they should. Like, it's really just kind of like a, again, the elephant in the room where people just kind of push it off to the side or they just kind of put a bandaid on it and think they can move on with life. And it's just like, no, that's not okay. You know, um, in that movie I mentioned that I was watching the documentary in Haiti, they had a psych ward, which I personally had never known of any psych wards in Haiti. Like, I didn't know the whole, you know, um, shebang or how it goes down in Haiti when it comes to psych or mental health I knew it wasn't good but I didn't know it was that bad when I saw the psych ward I was like wow like in general psych wards just freak me out and the idea of it's usually not good regardless because like here in America when you're in a psych ward they just from what I've heard or looked up they just basically sedate you they give you a lot of like medicine to just like kind of calm you down and just keep you in a certain state of mind but Again, I just feel like there's so many more things we could do to really be helping and implementing more assistance for those who suffer from mental illness. Okay, so <clears throat> I keep saying the word stigma, stigma, stigma. People might be like, what are you even saying, girl? First of all, I don't understand, okay? So a stigma is basically a mark of, this is the exact definition from Google, all right? It is a mark of disgrace associated with a particular circumstance, quality, or person. So in other words, it's a stereotype or negative view slash perspective on a situation, person, or thing. So you, let's say, for example, the mic that I'm using right now, I'm like, you know what? I have a bad stigma against this thing. This mic, every time I use it, it's scratchy. I don't like the noise on it. It's too much. I'm not going to use it anymore. So it's just basically throwing things off to the side and just being like, ooh, every time I see that, this is what I'm going to think about. I'm going to associate this thing with a bad point of view. That is what a stigma is. A mental health stigma, to be exact, is when you view 
people who have mental illness or mental illness as a whole as something negative, something bad. You might say, oh, that person is just crazy, um, as opposed to really trying to figure out what they're going through and how you can help or what it is, okay? Now, to me, the reason why it's important to break down or destigmatize, like I like to always say, I like that word, destigmatize. It sounds all like professional and stuff. Anyways, <laughs> the reason why I think it's important to destigmatize mental health is for many, many reasons, y'all. One of the ones for me personally is creating a world and society where people who suffer from mental illness don't feel isolated, ashamed, or judged for their situations. Like I said, you might see somebody um acting a certain way whether it be on like i don't know youtube or out on the street and you're like Oof, this person crazy that's a crazy person right and it's like granted i'm not gonna act like i don't use the word crazy but usually when i say it it's more of in kind of a, a silly way as opposed to that person is acting out because of a psychological issue or something and when you do say that about someone again that's a stigma you don't know what that person might be doing or why they're acting the way they are that might just be their personality you might think they quote unquote crazy and that's just how they act that's who they are they just turn up all the time like you know um but yeah so my issue with stigmas is that it can cause a lot of shame hopelessness reluctance to ask for help meaning that you're afraid to seek help because you might feel like you'll be judged you'll be isolated people won't like you people will talk about you and nobody wants that no matter how independent how introverted you might be or like you like being alone you know you don't want to be isolated you don't want to be put in a position of where you feel shame or ashamed of yourself um and mental health stigmas can also cause fewer opportunities and that means career education you can be bullied harassed violent self-doubt like there's a lot of people who suffer from mental illness illness sorry and they might be abused physically verbally emotionally there's so many different ways financially this financial abuse is a thing y'all um it's just so many different ways that people can be put in a box and be put in harm's way because of mental illness now again this is a direct cause or sorry direct result of people viewing mental health or psychology or matters of you know mental issues in a bad or negative way so when we continue to see something or someone in a bad light that reputation precedes that person or that thing so every time like i said the example with my mic if every time i see my mic i think man this mic is scratchy it doesn't sound good the quality is bad i'm always think that's bad so it's the same thing with people who have mental illness if you constantly um well the same thing with stereotypes and stigmas if you constantly associate a negative feeling with something or someone that reputation can taint that person or that thing and of course cause issues for that person it's the same thing with racism um you know or stereotypes whether it be of a, a black person asian person hispanic person if you're saying oh all so-and-sos do this all of them they all do, do do this people can begin to feel like oh well if they do that i don't want to be around that person because this that and the third so again this is why it's so important to find a way to break down these barriers against mental health especially in the haitian community so a few more reasons i feel like mental illness really needs to be discussed more and you know just a topic of health in general is so that people can get the help that they actually need if people are feeling ashamed or judged for what they are dealing with they're going to not want to reach out for help or they may not even know how to reach out for help and this is where it draws me back to just thinking about how in that movie I was watching the 
the woman who was like the focal point of the documentary, her mom, I think I, mm, I want to say it was bipolar or schizophrenia that she was suffering from, but she ended up being on this journey where she just kept like going from place to place to place and she didn't have any food to eat. Eventually she did end up being in America and now she takes like medicine regularly. But it just makes me think about like, if there had been somebody there to really help her and make her feel like, you know, she's accepted and that they're going to find help for her, she may not have had to go through all of that. You know, thankfully she survived and was fine. But think about the stories of people who went through a similar situation and they didn't survive. All because people viewed her as quote unquote or them as crazy. So the more we look down on mental illness or mental health being like something that's very important, the less chances we give to those who are suffering to get the help that they need. Another thing, um, another reason I'm sorry that this is really important is because people who don't have mental illness or know someone who does can be more educated to help others. So that's why I speak about this topic so much and I don't know if people get tired of me or not. I don't really care. <laughs> that's not my business because that's my business. <laughs> like Tabitha Brown says, that's my business. Um, so it's just like, if we don't talk about something, how are we supposed to know about it? It's just like when I had that episode where it was all about this sex, where it was like parents, Haitian parents don't talk to their kids about sex. They don't talk to them about love, all these different things. How do you expect your child to know how to do anything when they grow up and they become an adult? How are they going to function? We have to have serious and um, very well thought out conversations because they're important. That's the reason why we have to, because they are important. All right. So a few more reasons. Um, is because breaking the mental health stigma helps to enforce more compassion, understanding overall in the world. And last but certainly not least, not least, once the stigma is broken, we can finally begin to implement more education about it in schools and help prevent certain situations. Now, again, although I am somebody who is a mental health advocate, as well as someone who suffers from mental illness, I do understand the um, issues and, you know, problems that can arise from untreated mental illness or severe mental illness that, you know, has gotten out of control. You know, God, you know, God forbid there are things that can happen, whether it be, like I said, that person can be abused. They can also be abusive or, you know, can hurt others in different ways. So if we break down the stigmas of mental health, like completely, like in a perfect world, like nobody's judging anyone for, you know, their brains having chemical imbalances and being born a certain way, or, you know, perhaps your mental illness developed because your parents may have been, you know, drug abusers or whatever the case might be in your life specifically, we can finally, in my eyes, really be able to educate kids from their, like, literally, let me see, like pre-K when kids start school four or five or whatever the case might be. Once we get to the point where we really break down the barriers of mental health, we can start implementing that in schools so that kids can learn about these things at a very early age. And once they learn about that, they can grow into like, I would say more mentally sound adults who understand what they themselves are going through and what others might be going through, you know? So I just feel like it's just it's something that's just so important. And I really... I really want you all who listen to this to just get on this journey with me of being a mental health advocate and being able to speak up and speak out against certain things that you see happening to others if they're being abused for being mentally ill. And also for you, if you ever feel like you want to reach out to somebody and, you know, get help, get therapy or whatever the case might be, which 
in the next episode, I'm actually going to speak about um, the different types of therapy. Well, different types of mental health professionals from therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, etc. Um, but I need to take a little break. I feel like my throat is just, <clears throat> ooh, I should have made some tea. Okay, so I (laughs) lubricated my throat, drank some water. I hope I sound better now. I feel like my voice was starting to decline. Um, But I just want to continue with the episode for you guys. So some of the ways of how we can start to break down the um, barriers of mental health as a topic and as a serious conversation in the Haitian community and overall is number one. Begin to include the topic in general conversations. No, seriously. We talk about every damn thing under the sun. Like, people post about all types of stuff on social media. You know, there's always some type of running joke going around about something, memes and stuff. Hell, make make mental health memes. You know what I mean? Like, just find different ways to incorporate the importance of it in different conversations. Or let's say if... um your friend or your sister whoever might bring up a topic and be like oh my child was acting out today and you know this that and the third at school and you kind of be like hmm you know what I heard about you know kids behaving in this certain way it might mean this it might mean that and try to point it back to mental health not I mean you don't always have to do that but that's just an example um another thing is if you are someone you know if you or someone you know feels they might be suffering from mental illness do some research Especially if you're the person on the other side who doesn't feel like they're suffering, try to do some research, try to figure out, okay, what kind of resources can I provide my loved one with, my friend, my peer, whoever, who seems to be suffering or they told me they're suffering. Let me see what I could do for them, you know? Um, a few other things you can do is, this is very, very important, so listen up. Well, you already listening, so. <laughs> um, be careful of how you speak of mental illness or health. Instead of it being like, again, like I said earlier, oh, so-and-so is crazy, or this is crazy, everything is crazy, try to think about it in a different way. Try to, you know, don't just blur out things. Think about what you're saying before you say it. Words have power. They can impact people in so many different ways. Um, So that's just another thing. And on top of that, Another thing it makes me think about, I used to have this job in college where I worked with people who had um, psychological as well as physiological issues. And, you know, they had to be living in a group home. Well, not really a group home. It was like a, in my case, it was like a group apartment. So some people lived in one part of the apartment complex. Some lived on their own. Some lived together. All this. One thing I remember from the training is they would always say is instead of you saying, I work with people who, no, um, I work with disabled people. One thing they ingrained in my head till this day, I can never shake it. And I can't say it the other way now. That's why I had to think about it. I always say a person with disabilities, a person with disabilities, not a disabled person. Their illness does not define them. Your mental illness does not define you. You are not a depressed person. You are a person with depression. You are not an anxious person. You are a person with an anxiety. It's something that is with you or you know you're suffering from but it's not you you are you you're a human being before anything i just want to keep that in want you guys to keep that in mind 
Um, on top of that, compare the importance of physical and mental health. I feel like a lot of people push, 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 um, physical health, physical health, physical health, which is great and amazing and something that everyone should take into consideration. But understand that your physical health is just as important as your mental health and vice versa. Your mental health is just as important as your physical health. Um, and for those who have mental illness and feel you can speak up about it, be honest about your treatment. Like I said, I'm in therapy right now. I tell people, I tell I tell guys I talk to, I tell my friends, my family, I don't care. Yeah, I'm in therapy. Y'all, what you gonna say? You gonna say I'm crazy? Because I'm gonna say you crazy too. I'm like, I know, uh, I know some reasons you need to be in therapy too. <laughs> but honestly, everyone has a lot of shit that we can unpack and, you know, try to decipher and, you know, help us get through life. Even if it does, it doesn't mean going to therapy doesn't even have to mean that, oh, I had a traumatic childhood that was, you know, starved and wasn't given any clothes and all these things. It doesn't have to be that extreme. Some of us just have trauma from familial issues, seeing parents fight, seeing parents separate, you know, um, just going through bullying. So you might be in therapy for anywhere from up to a month to a year to five years to 10 whatever the case might be maybe you just like having someone to speak to and you have the money to pay for it so you do that but regardless of the fact it's something that's okay be honest like i said about your treatment if you feel comfortable enough and you suffer from whatever mental illness it might be and you're in treatment tell people ain't nothing wrong with that what they gonna do like i said if you're, you know, you're confident in who you are and what you're going through and, you know, you're getting the help you need, there's nothing for you to be afraid about or to be embarrassed about. Okay. I'll be your number one champion. Like I said, and tell you what they going to do. Who going to check you? Boo? Okay. I'm in therapy. What's up? What's the problem? <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay. Um, and again, another part of that is don't judge yourself or others. If you're someone who doesn't go to therapy, don't judge someone who is in therapy or is suffering from mental illness. Like, because at the end of the day, you you have to remember one thing. Life is life. Things can happen to anybody at any time, anywhere, any place, whenever. Like Haitians say, Bon Dieu, c'est grand monde, il fait sale, les gens, les, les, les. In translation, that means God is a grown up. And he or she, because some people, you know, it don't matter. I don't think God got a gender. But anyways, um, God can do whatever God wants, when God wants, how God wants, and where God wants. That's the translation. So you don't know if one day you might be in a terrible accident, a freak accident or something happens where now you have brain damage or, you know, you're, you know, you end up being delayed or something or something of that nature. So you have to just be really respectful and keep in mind that anything can happen to anyone. Anything can happen in life. You have to remember that. So if you're someone who is, you know, stereotyping people with mental illness or just feeling like you're high and mighty, oh, well, I'm doing fine, so I don't got to worry about that. Ha ha ha, Bob, you never know. Okay. Okay. Um, another thing is learning more about it and sharing facts with family, friends, and peers. And last but not least, like I, well, I already said this one, but avoid illness first language, which is saying disabled person or depressed person, you know, just making sure you choose your words wisely. So that's pretty much that. I just wanted to, wow. I'm okay. Cause I get emotional about everything, but I'm just so proud that I was able to come back. Even if it's been a year to do this podcast again, cause I just really feel called to educate people, empower them and just really enlighten people. 
So I'm just, it just makes me happy that I was able to do that episode. And I feel like compared to when I first started, like I'm doing so, 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 so much better. So again, I just want to leave you all with this message, especially for those of my people, my fellow people who suffer from mental illness, just remember that you are not your illness. Don't hide, connect with other people and get the treatment that you need. Okay. You deserve that. You deserve to be living a life of peace and to have a sound mind mentally, spiritually. And you just, you deserve that. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be at peace and don't, don't limit yourself or don't cheat yourself of that. Don't cheat yourself of that opportunity of living a life that's mentally sound. Um, I just think that's really important. So again, this season, we're all talking about breaking the barriers of mental health and just really helping to destigmatize it in the Haitian community and overall, because anybody can get this message. This message is not specifically towards Haitians. Yes, I made it for Haitians because, you know, it's my passion project. This is this is what I love. This is my culture. And I know that I have a voice that can reach many people if I continue and be consistent. But this message can be applied to anyone. There's only a few parts of the episode where I actually speak Creole, which again, I said, I do want to make a translation for specifically for my Haitian elders, but this is for everyone. Anybody can get this message. (laughs) Anybody could get it. (laughs) All right, y'all. So I'm going to go ahead and transition into the outro and we're going to wrap this episode up. Thank you for listening, y'all. Well, we're not done yet. So don't, don't, don't stop it yet. We're not done, but we're almost done. Well, we have reached the ending of the episode. (laughs) All right, y'all. So for those who have been rocking with me since 2018, when I first started the podcast, this is probably one of the shortest but most um, informative episodes. I mean, all my episodes have been pretty informative, but like, this has been like really short. (laughs) Like, wait, this is like 30 or 40 minutes, I think, but... Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I'm doing that because I don't want to lose people's attention. I want to keep things short, sweet. Um, you know, you can still listen to it on your commute or whatever you're doing, you know, whether you're creating and, you know, you just want something to listen to in the background. Um, but anyways, so before I head on out, I really, really, truly hope that this episode helped to entertain, educate and empower you about the importance of breaking the barriers mental health in the Haitian community. <clears throat> Dang, I really should have made some tea. Anyways, um, if you have enjoyed this episode, please, please, please give it a five-star rating on iTunes or a like on whichever app that you are using. It doesn't matter whichever, just hit that like button, um, share it, you know, share it with a friend, a loved one, a peer. Um, also, please help keep the lights on for this podcast by donating whatever you can, whenever you can. Now, I'm not begging y'all, but you know, <laughs> we got to keep the lights on. Being a creative is expensive and there's certain things that I have to like, I have to purchase or keep up monthly so that, you know, I can be able to even do the podcast. So just let y'all know quality content costs money. Um, so please see the link in the bio if you'd like to become a regular contributor to the podcast. If you can't afford to donate, that's all right. Ain't no problem. Um, but please just keep listening to every episode and that's still just as good as donating um, and make sure that you share it again like I said that will help a big deal even if you can't be a regular contributor and again if you want to be a regular contributor I 
ain't talking about you gotta send me five hundred dollars. All right, I ain't talking about you gotta even send me ten or five. You can send me a dollar a month. It don't matter. It's gonna count. Cause if you, Sally, Sue, May, Bill, Bob, and Henry all send me a dollar, then I got like ten dollars per month, and that could like cover towards you know different things I gotta do for the podcast. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you are able to do it, if not, that's all right. But thank you in advance with sincere, sincere love. I wish you a wonderful rest of your week. Serenity, smiles, and positive vibes. And I love you big time.